Dobraya Utra, and good morning, my brothers and sisters. This is our seventh, we count it, seven, seven episodes of the Good Morning Guys podcast, our episode of perfection for all you Bible scholars out there. Thanks for joining us on this fine morning, afternoon, evening, or night, as we continue to discuss, as we like to do every week, the game of life, amidst the other games that we love to watch and play. I'm one of your hosts, the man who'd rather wear socks with sandals in public than own a lapdog, Lucas Ham Swisher. Also, to my northwest, a man who spends his free time taking photos of marriage proposals and singing a variety of country's theme songs, Patrick Novosel. That's me. That's, that's what I do on, on my free time. I just take pictures of people. That's like awkward. That. <laughs> Does that sound creepy? <laughs> the question is, while you're t- taking the photos, are you humming like that country's theme song or just whatever country's theme song that comes to mind? <laughs> no, nah, I just got binoculars around my neck. Did you just say binoculars? Oh, we should totally have uh, Eye of the Tiger as our theme song. Binos. Binos. All right. That sounds like a this rhino. This is falling apart quickly, points. so let's keep going. All right. Also, also to my northwest, the man who's probably still trying to decide if he'd rather have a velociraptor or a horse dog as a pet, Ronnie Johantis. Hello. And last, but certainly not least, and more directly to my north, the man who throws the most low-key party weekends, Pitbull style, Mark Boucher. Good morning, worldwide! <laughs> yeah, you said yeah. that way too energetically. You need to make that a little more low-key, buddy. Good morning, worldwide. Much better. All right, hey, if this is your first time joining us, welcome. If this is not your first time, then welcome back. We love it when you come to visit. So before we continue our normally scheduled programming, uh, guys, I wanted to cover a few items off that good old housekeeping list, as it were. Firstly, a shout out to all the new countries that are listening to us as an American living in Brazil and with a family of four that represents three nationalities. I am ecstatic. I'm telling you, ecstatic to share that we now have around 40 different countries listening to us. No, 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 no. There are more than 50 there are more than what? 50. More than 50. Worldwide. Uh, so it, it can only calculate, I guess, uh, up to 50 different are you ones. Serious? Then it, yeah. Yeah. So I can't see so if, if you're, if it's like the lowest uh, listener count, uh, if they're not on the list. Really? Breaking yeah. news, folks. Breaking news. We have more than 50 different countries listening to us. Crazy. That is, right. hot that off is the more press. than hot off the press, indeed. That's. More than 10 times uh, of the countries that were listening to us last week when Patrick shared. And, of course, it's one of the one of the new ones happens to be Russia, good old Russia, which is why I said good morning in Russian earlier, if you didn't have any idea what language I was using. No, I did not. I no. feel educated now. There you like, go. Is that something else? Dubraya Utra, just for those who weren't listening. That's how you say good morning. Or at least that's how a, an American who lives in Brazil says good morning in Russian. So, I wonder it. how many. I wonder how many of those are complete listens. Like you know, they they clicked on it and like, oh, this is not what I wanted, and then went away. <laughs> I don't know if he's a, if he's a saying Dobraya Rucha or whatever 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 you said. Uh, <laughs> oh. They're like, oh, this is my new favorite podcast. <laughs> That's right. We just, sorry we just... to all our Russian fans out there for what he just said. <laughs> oh man, that's true. 
I hope we didn't lose them. Stick with us, guys. I'm still practicing my Russian, okay? Is that all we need is for them to open it up and listen for like one second and then close it and then we get total credit for it? Is that all we got to do is have like the first 60 seconds be excellent and everything else can be garbage? I don't know, I don't know how that works. Yeah, I don't know how that works either. <laughs> Sounds good to me, though. We should figure that out because we're doing way too much if that's the case. <laughs> I couldn't agree with you more, Ronnie. Uh, but, yeah. Besides our explosion in uh, different countries listening to us, also our Twitter followers this, over this past week, they have more than tripled also. And so a big shout out to those who are following us, retweeting us, and positively chatting with us on a platform that is really known for being accessible negativity. Um, mm-hmm. You know, while personally I will say it was a little distracting as I worked from home, uh, I sometimes wasn't very, very good at focusing on my work because there were so many notifications coming up. It's been so cool to connect with new friends, new podcasts, new listeners over this past week on Twitter. So there's that. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Buenos dias. That's not thank you, but close enough. Gracias. (laughs) There you go. When in Rome. I I don't think Romans did that. But anyways. (laughs) Finally, want to give one more shout out in our housekeeping. Give a big shout out to our Discord community and all dozen members of it we have right now. Which unfortunately does not yet include Ronnie, one of the four main members of our podcast. But. Ooh, I called out. <laughs> I am getting roughed up yeah, here. You, you know did. what? And, and Lucas said to do this, and I did not do it. Yeah. Uh huh. I'm gonna That's try to right, be. Man. I'm gonna try to be five percent better than I've been. That would be great. I don't want to <laughs> set the bar too high, but you know, I want to make it accomplishable so I can come back with. Yeah, you know, I did it, sir. Nothing's I will be like incrementally it. better. <laughs> I will. I will take it. Uh, but those who those who are on our Discord, as you all, as they know, we talk about everything from video games to sports to our day-to-day lives, and even have an area dedicated to dad jokes. So I'm pretty sure that information alone is going to double our Discord count this week. So I'm expecting... Man, that channel is I, absolute gold. It's gold. The dad joke channel. I mean, it's it's awesome. It's like endless gold mine. So, it is the most active channel of all our channels by far. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> that is that is true, a hundred percent true. And, and so I hope the world. I hope with that information, then with this coming week, we will double our Discord members and have twice a baker's dozen uh, by this time next week. That's what I'm hoping. But uh, you know, starting this week, also uh, for those who are in the Discord, we are exclusively allowing members to share stories and opinions that we read on the show in connection with our topic, today's topic, which will remain a mystery until we reveal it for those who haven't been paying attention. If you have been paying attention, you already know what we're going to talk about, but you know. All, all they need to do is read the uh, title of the podcast oh, and they got it. That's, that's right. I forgot Spoilers. about that. Spoilers. Uh, but along with asking a question every week, uh, you know, having people ask a question, we're also trying to get people involved in our topics. So uh, this coming week, we're going to continue on the Discord, kind of sharing our topics and giving people a chance to share their stories, share their opinions on what we talk about. Uh, we really hope you guys, those who are listening, will consider joining and connecting with us on there. It is free. You just download the app, search for the Good Morning Guys. Uh, maybe we will post another link this week if we feel so inspired on Twitter or Facebook. Uh, if you can't figure things out for yourself. Okay? 
That covers our okay. house cupping. House cupping, no. Housekeeping, yes. House cupping? <laughs> house I'd like cupping. to know how that works. Yeah. It's better left unsaid. Yeah, I guess so. Anywho, <laughs> moving carry on. on. <laughs> moving on. Let's carry on to the what's new news. Uh, as we give the highs, lows, and in-betweens of our lives, the world, video games, sports, you name it, we love to talk about it. Who wants to lead off? Ronnie, why don't you go? I will go. Yeah. Absolutely. It's been handed that's off a, to me. I didn't even volunteer that's a, this time. That's a great idea. You've been voluntold. So, uh, a little bit of an update, a little bit of a, uh, new in my life. Uh, I moved office buildings. So, when I started with the company I'm with about six years ago, I worked in that building for, I think, probably four years. And then I've worked for two years at this building that I'm at, or that I was at. And now we moved back to home office. This is basically after the whole layoff thing we talked about in the earlier episode. Basically, them condensing everybody to one building. So, um, really happy actually to be back at that building. All the amenities are way better. Covered garage, like, it's nothing worse than have to go shovel snow off your car in the winter. So that is uh, pretty awesome. Um, also, this week, the Bengals were completely dismantled by oh Patrick my Mahomes gosh, and the weren't Chiefs. They, weren't they ever? It was, that was uh, awful. It was rough. It was rough. That was uh, just just an absolute beatdown. That's what a good team looks like, folks. <laughs> I blame not. I, I actually blame Patrick. I saw his post uh, before the game <laughs> talking about how they had a one in a million chance using that dumb and dumber line from it. Was, it didn't look that uh, good from chances. that classic film. No, it didn't. And uh, they they definitely played their cards the way they were predicted to. Yeah, that that was a, that was a rough beating. Uh, lastly, my weekly update: uh, the vehicle search. Um, I've quit searching already. This basically happens every week. I go back and forth. So at this very this very juncture, I'm not looking for a vehicle. And uh, eventually it'll probably happen sometime within the next year and a half since my lease is up anyways. But could be tomorrow or could be in a year. I don't know. <laughs> just winging it. Just, just, so you just <laughs> go to car dealerships every weekend just like, eh, you know what? I may get one. It, nah, not it really depends so on what I have to do. Like if I'm if I'm busy, then I'll never stop in. But if I'm not busy, like I'll stop around and shoot the breeze with a guy, uh, you know, wandering the parking lot out there. So <laughs> it really just depends on what I'm doing that week. I think that's kind of a dangerous move, isn't it, to wander a parking lot of a dealership? That's like putting blood in the water of the ocean, and that's when the sharks come out and they're like. Hey, what you doing, man? What are you looking for? What are you thinking about? Uh, yeah, yeah. I was although only looking to, to spend about twenty thousand. We'll take a look at this thirty-five thousand dollars car. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> no, I, uh, I I tend to wait to get a salesman that I like. Um, I don't like to be sold a car. I like to pick out the car and ask information about that car to help make my choice. Um, when I feel like somebody's pushing a car, like I'm out immediately. Yeah. So, Interesting. so it definitely that's a good, that's a good definitely call. depends. You guys like being sold a car, or like I don't I don't like the confrontation of like them telling me what I need. No, I just want to go to Amazon and just order one. Yeah, me too. Me too. Free two day shipping. <laughs> yeah, I will say in our internet culture, I prefer to just get online and decide what I want, like without any pressure. I can't stand when they're like, like you said, Ronnie, when they're trying to sell you something, mm-hmm. and they're just like, well, this this has heated seats and. You can, you know, you can hold four cups in your car at the same time. 
And you know, just and this back seat turns yeah. into a grill. Isn't it crazy? Oh. <laughs> awesome. How about one and, of those cars uh, where the tent just comes right out the back of it, just turns into a camper immediately? Oh my gosh, I remember those. Were those it was like Aztecs like the, or whatever? I think they were called. Were those? Those were cool for like two months, right? They were cool Until when the commercials were. came out. Only I think. Yeah, but I, I just don't want someone to sell me something. I want them to like. It's kind of like I don't know. Like I know it's been a lot of years, but it's kind of like dating. Like I want them to get to know me a little bit ask me questions to find out what I actually want instead of just saying, I got a great deal on this, you know, this pink Corvette. You should buy it because it's a great deal. You just want to see where their commitment level's at. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I want I want a genuine relationship. <laughs> I don't want none of this, you know, one night stand stuff. I don't. It's That doesn't help anybody. <laughs> that makes sense, That conversation man. was that, way more awkward that, than it should have been. Definitely. <laughs> He treats buying cars like he treats dating. That's exactly what we should all have taken from that. <laughs> Same exact thing. <laughs> so that that is all for my week, though. Patrick, how about your week? I didn't really do much this past week. I went to what did a couple trick or treating events with the kids. That's a little early, right? Uh, well, uh, the Kings Island. We went to Kings Island Amusement Park, and they had. I think it's open. Uh, the they have a Halloween event. That uh, goes yeah. through like the end of September through the end of October. Uh, so um, they, I guess they do that through this every weekend. Um, and then we had one actually tonight where um, we went to my wife's uh, grandpa's assisted living center. Um, and they do this huge, you know, you walk through the, all the hallways and all the residents there are handing out candy. So we did we did that, so that was kind of cool. It's actually pretty sweet when you're able to trick or treat inside, awesome. right. and you're not walking from house to house in the cold with the, your jacket over your 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 costume. So that was kind of cool. But one of the things that that uh, Kings Island has is they have a uh, they have a whole bunch of different haunted houses kind of thing, and my daughter has never gone to one before. Really? So uh, yeah. So it it uh, that sounds all the like a, houses sound like a golden opportunity then. Yeah, it was, it, it, you know, she's eight years old. Uh, she's never been to a haunted house before, and all the haunted houses started uh, to uh, allow people to go through at six o'clock. And at six o'clock, it was still, you know, it was still light out. So uh, one of the we went to one where it was kind of like outside a little bit, so there wasn't that you know that big frightness uh, kind of thing. Where if it was too dark, she wouldn't be able to see. She'd get too scared. She wouldn't want to do it again. Right. So we went one to the one of the outside ones and. Uh, she said afterwards, she, she, you know, she screamed, you know, four or five, six times. Um, and then afterwards, uh, she said she had butterflies in her stomach and she wanted to do it again. Nice. Gotcha. There you go. Got a fan. Yeah. Um, so we did that. Uh, play, play some games, played uh, Call of Duty Blackout, and uh, got my first win. Woo-hoo! Uh, with, uh, just some randos. One night, did a squad, got my first win, so that was cool. Nice, um, and that's and that's pretty much, pretty much all I've been doing. What do you get for that? I mean, in uh, PUBG, you get a chicken dinner, and Fortnite, you get a. I don't actually know it's, what you it get. It says but... like there's like a medal comes up. It says I think no one left alive, or I don't know. It's None nothing like crazy, like you know. See so you. Yeah, like you're... like for for Fortnite, <laughs> it's do they say victory royale? You know for. PUBG, it's chicken dinner, 
And then for a Call of Duty, so I mean, it's, it's like it's, a it's generic. Lo- it's loneliness. It sounds like they reward you with loneliness. Like you've killed everyone. Good job. You're all by yourself, loser. Yeah. <laughs> There's no one left. There's no one left. You're the only one. You have no friends. Congrats. Kill them all. Well, Call of Duty's never been about shtick anyway. So. Yeah. True. So that's uh that's pretty much all I've been doing. Um, all right. Kind of, there's a video game lull right now. I'm waiting for the uh, Red Dead Redemption to, to come out, and then I'm gonna play Spider-Man, uh, the DLC with Catwoman or whoever it is. Man, Red Dead Redemption <laughs> looks awesome. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm really pumped about it. They said they said it's gonna take like if you want to do everything, it's gonna be over 100 hours. The story missions alone are are 60 hours. Really. Man, so, that is yeah, crazy. A, that is huge. It's a Witcher 3 style. So I'll you see know, you after Christmas. Involvement. <laughs> so, yeah, so I'll be playing a ton of that. I'm, you know, going from probably Blackout, uh, Overwatch, and Red Dead Redemption. I think that's what I'm going to be doing for the rest of the year. Lots of gunslinging. Uh, yeah, so that's, that's it for me. Um, well, one of the news stories that I saw this past week is, I don't know if you heard about that... Uh, uh, wrestler Roman Reigns, uh, he's the current WWE Universal Champion uh, on uh, on Raw, and uh, he came out and he announced that he has been battling leukemia for eleven years. Um, so eleven years ago, uh, he, you know he's he's been doing this like very privately. No one really knew that he's been battling this at all. Um, and he came out in Raw. He started he started talking. He said he was telling people his real name. You know, the 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 uh, audience really didn't know what was going on because they thought it was another one of these acts. Um, and after a couple minutes, people were like, oh my gosh, this guy is serious. He really does have leukemia. He's about to give up his dream, his championship. Um, and they were showing people in the audience. People were actually sobbing. And it was very powerful to see something like that happen in professional sports i mean we were talking about this a few weeks ago in the and when we were talking about the conor mcgregor fight when uh you know in in that in that realm uh, everybody hates each other you know there's genuine right. hate in that yeah. and then i responded like you know in in wwe they they don't have that you know they they fight each other they wrestle each other in the ring but after that they're all like friends in the back yeah and there was a there was a video that they the behind the scenes video that uh, WWE tweeted out. Uh, it's a couple minutes long, and Roman had gone to the back and and they had all these wrestlers back there, you know, consoling him, hugging him, crying with him. I mean, it was it was a sight to see. It was actually pretty pretty cool to see uh, something like that. You know, someone who's going through uh, something like that, and everyone banding together and saying hey we support you we're going to be there for you you know so it was, it was actually pretty cool to see um all that both the audience and wrestlers in the back and backstage yeah that was really cool I, I actually saw that video i think when you posted it um whether it was on twitter or discord i watched it yesterday morning um i had gone to another city to do a little uh, meeting with some church leaders and i was riding the bus back to sao paulo and was just, you know, looking through Facebook and Twitter and that kind of stuff. And I saw that video. And initially, I was like, oh, silly WWE stuff. And I wasn't really interested. I used to watch WWF when I was a really little kid with like Hulk, Hulk Hogan and... Uh, back in the heyday. Yeah, yeah, back in the heyday. Million, uh, I can't even remember the names. I wanted to say Million Dollar Man. Was there one called Million Dollar Man? 
Come on. Yes, sir. Ted DiBiase. Yeah, Ted DiBiase, Million Dollar Man, and Jake the Snake Roberts, uh, mm-hmm. Macho Man, Ray, oh. Randy Savage, all those guys. Anyways, but I, I got out of it, you know, as I got older and that kind of stuff. So I haven't kept up with it, but I did watch this video uh, and I was very touched. Like, it was apparent that people didn't really get at first what was going on. But when he just kind of not only, you know, said his real name and shared, you know, what it seemed just was really sharing his heart. And it, he also just really revealed that I think I think he's a man of faith. Like he really talked about how yeah, he's, a, he's a Catholic. He's a born Catholic. Yeah. And, and you know, every time he comes down the ring, he does a cross across his chest. Oh, does he? Cool. Yeah. So, you know, I could tell he was a man of faith and, and it was just really cool that he had an opportunity there. And he took it to to connect with people and to really be real, to not just say, hey, I want to raise the ratings of WWE. It just seemed like he was being really genuine. So in a sport that, you know, they're they're paid to ham it up or they're paid to act like idiots and, you know, drama and all that stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. It was cool to kind of ha- see behind the curtain. And I didn't get to watch that video that you posted afterwards behind the scenes, but I, I bet that was pretty pretty cool just to see everybody kind of surrounding him and supporting him. So yeah, that's a, it's a, it's a heartwarming story to see. So yeah, I would say if you get a chance to check that one out, that is a, that is a really good one. There's not a lot that happened in sports this week that were extremely interesting. So that is a, that, that is a good so video if, to check out. Yeah. So if there wasn't very much going on in sports this week, I think you had some free time to maybe uh, watch a movie about I'd, a man. Who was super? I, I did watch a movie. Really? You really, Ronnie? You really watched a movie about a guy named Superman? No, I did not. <laughs> you're, no! you're killing me, Smalls. <laughs> killing me, you Smalls. You watched a movie. You're killing me. I handed you a movie and you didn't watch so... it. You said like, "Nay, I'm watching another." All right. One. I mean, so like realistically, we gotta we gotta look at the situation here. Like, I can't go from zero to sixty and just watch a bunch of movies one week, right? You gotta start at one. Oh. And then you know you gotta build yeah. up. All right. I've shown you it can be done. That's why we. That's why we asked you to watch one movie. We didn't watch. Ask you to watch you a had bunch one of one job. I did. Just one. <laughs> Technically, I yeah. did watch one exactly. movie, but I went rogue on the choice. Yeah, you did. Well, I'll save that one for later, buddy. Got it. You're. I'm putting you in the corner for ten minutes. All right. Oh, temporary I'm, ban. I'm just kidding. Penalty box. Yeah. <laughs> Penalty box. <laughs> oh, jeez. How about you, Mark? What you got for us today? So, uh, last past week was was great. Uh, I told you guys last episode I was going on a trip into the mountains of North Kakalaki, which... uh, Wait, is that uh, real? Yes, that is a thing. North Kakalaki? Sounds like a children's theme park. (laughs) Why did you not tell us this last week? How many mountains did I name that you were just like, nope, not those, nope, not those, and then you didn't say anything? No, 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 no. It's, It's a nickname. They call it that. It's North Carolina. But anyway, uh, <laughs> Kakalaki is North Carolina. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of a nickname kind of thing. That it's is fake news. that is new information. Yeah, I, I'm gonna have to agree with Patrick. I that wouldn't expect you to know that. News. What do you mean? How would you not expect me to know that? Just because I live in Brazil, are you judging me for not living in uh, the United States? I'm from West no, Virginia. No, I'm judging you for not living anywhere near North Carolina. Anywhere you live near in West Virginia. That's like. T- 10, 12 hours away. He's I used judging to drive you for North only Carolina having... all the time. He's you act judging like I lived you for only in having Canada. five cereals. <laughs> you might as well have lived in Canada. 
Are you, gosh, you got to be kidding me. All right. Well, t- <laughs> tell us, tell, just, we'll just move on. Tell us about this North Kakalaki trip. So, move it on. Uh, no, in any case. No, I don't want to move on. This. <laughs> <laughs> just one more. Moment. Let's all try and pronounce it. Just, just North Kakalaki. North Kakalaki. Why is it always something I say that you guys have to make fun of? <laughs> it's it's but only anyway, we love you so much. Is it? Is it really? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but um, yeah. So actually, um, you mentioned last week, Lucas, that uh, you were wondering if it was near the Appalachian Mountains. I and, did. Uh, you you are correct. It was near the yeah. Appalachian Mountains. I could feel uh, it in my bones. I've, I'm sure you could, um, and, and it was near um, Appala- or Appalachian, excuse me, Appalachian State University. Appalachian, <laughs> Appalachian, yeah. Um, but in any case, so we went up into the mountains. It was uh, my wife and I, and plus my my in laws, my mother and father in law, and brother and sister in law, and uh, we rented a, a cabin um, up in the mountains, and it was awesome because the weather finally cooled down and and especially when we were in the mountains it's even colder um so it just really felt like fall and the leaves have finally started changing so it was just great to see it was just very fall like um obviously being fall but um so we we got up there and immediately we come up to this house which had so many switchbacks trying to get to the house like i know we're on a mountain, but not a fan of switchbacks because they. I'm 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 not about that motion sickness, which I totally get from those. Um, but oh, yeah, fun- that's that's the risk of those switchbacks is that good old motion sickness. Do you take yeah. any medication when you do those kind of things, like Dramamine or something? I did not. I powered through it. Um, I didn't know how bad it was going to be though, but I made it and it was fine. Uh, but we get to the house. And I immediately notice that that the house is kind of uh, next to a, or kind of adjacent to a an old Baptist church. And it's one of those old Baptist churches that has a graveyard right next to it. All right. And so this graveyard, the way it's positioned, is on a hill directly in front of our house. <laughs> and so the pretty Yikes. much pretty much the front yard is a is graveyard. That- so that was your view from uh, your your cabin. Now, now, granted, you could see you could see mountains, and it was beautiful, and, and all that kind of stuff. And just don't look over there. Yeah, just don't look over there. They they neglected <laughs> to put that in the promotion for on the website for the for the house. Um, Missed but, opportunity. Yeah. That would be a yeah. selling point. <laughs> Great marketing. Have you seen our graveyard? Um, but uh, in any case, the house. The house is beautiful. Uh, like I said, it's very, the interior is very cabin-like. Um, you know, nice fireplace and all that kind of stuff. And and so um, Thursday night we just kind of settled in and, and chilled out. Um, I'm trying to remember where we went for dinner. I don't remember where we went for dinner that night. Was it Mexican? Uh, no, it was not Mexican. Ah, uh, missed no. opportunity. Got to yeah, get some of that. Got to get some of that North Kakalaki Mexican. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds hot. 
Get some of that. Get some of that kakalaki caliente sauce on it. <laughs> if there's not a North Kakalaki Mexican restaurant, that's a missed opportunity because I'd definitely go there. Hey, where are you going? A North Kakalaki. I'm so sorry to all you North Carolinians out there who know that that exists. But anyway, so yeah, we went to dinner that night. And then um, next day, we uh, some of us went hiking. I was not among those people, but uh, we went elsewhere um, to this like old school like mansion that had been there for like a hundred years or something like that, and got to check out check that out and um, walk some of the trails, but we didn't go like full on hiking or anything. But in any case, uh, after that, uh, we just hung out at the house. Did a lot of time hanging out at the house um just you know playing that exploding kittens we actually got some cornhole man Uh, i love that vomiting vomiting cats game it's so good yes (laughs) you guys are just like checking off the list of all the ways you've made fun of me and so i'm glad we're getting that in i feel like y'all should get like trophies for each time you name it it's like a warm. Ooh, sweet. We get trophies? All right, so I'm going for the platinum. <laughs> All right, do it. <laughs> we get belts we have to tie around our heads instead of our waists. <laughs> Different colors. <laughs> like like the green belt. Like I can have a... <laughs> wow. wow. Okay. So uh, Saturday, we basically went into into town. Um, there's this like little strip of, of shops and stuff like very like homey in the mountains kind of you know retail shops um there was like a um this candle shop where they like make all these specially designed candles for with different uh you know obviously different scents anything you could think of um but we checked that out and there's there's this fudge and ice cream shop that we always could check out when we're there um and we just walked down the 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 strip of all those shops now a lot of those shops are are not for me um they're very much for my my wife and my mother-in-law and my sister-in-law so like lingerie and no not that far not that far not that far just very just Oh, everybody's paying attention. Oh, oh, hey. (laughs) (laughs) Like, is it was it more like uh, home decor and flowers and like I don't know decorations and stuff? You're gonna have to be more specific. We have no idea where you're going with this. So, okay, yeah, yeah, female designer clothes and stuff like that. You know, North Kakalaki fashion. Absolutely, yeah. Sounds fun. So we checked that out, and that was awesome, and. Uh, on the gaming front, uh, since I was in the mountains, the internet was not the best, so uh, my gaming time was limited, although I did play uh, some Blackout with Patrick for a little oh, bit, yeah. uh, and uh, and also played some with my father-in-law as well, uh, but gaming was kind of at a minimum. Um, and it then... Happens. Yeah, yeah, it does. It can but, be kind of hard, I think, during vacation sometimes to kind of squeeze that in. But at least you had your father-in-law to join you and Patrick. So Yeah. That's yeah, good. and we yeah. tend to do it late at night anyway. Um, so most of our family is in bed anyway. Um, but uh, 
That leads me into today, which was quite an interesting event on the work front. Um, I told you guys a, a little bit off air. Um, so this morning, uh, for, for those of you who may not know, and I'm sure there are those that do know because I've mentioned it on the podcast, I, I work in the service department uh, at a, uh, a car dealership. And this morning we had a customer come in with their vehicle for it to get serviced. And uh, one of my coworkers Standard. was bringing it around to the uh, the mechanic for it to get worked on. He was driving it around, and apparently noticed three little baggies uh, hidden somewhere in the car. I don't remember exactly where he said he saw it. Oh, Cheerios? Nope, nope. <laughs> this was this was the 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 little baggies of of white powder. <laughs> And not sugar. Oh, confectional sugar? No, yeah. it's not it's not sugar. Perfection. <laughs> um, wow. For real. That is yeah, crazy. There were, yeah. there were uh there were three little bag baggies of cocaine. So what did you do? Gosh. They just reported to their their managers and then they called like the police or something or Yeah, basically that's what happened. They they told everybody about it and um, you know, they came and took pictures and then now, the manager ended up Yeah. Real quick, Mark, do you know, I, I'm curious to know about the identification process of bags of cocaine because my only reference is movies, and in movies they either dip their pinky in it and paste it on their tongue or, you know, they use it. So I'm curious to know, did they identify it as cocaine or was it just like this could be cocaine so we're calling the police? Um, I think the way that it was presented, I did not, I had, I did not see it. So I don't I don't know what it looked like, but from the way it sounded, they come in like little clumps. Um, so that's why they call it rocks, rocks of cocaine. Um, and and so um, it was it was looking like that. And um, or did the, it on the baggies? Did it say cocaine? <laughs> was it labeled no, correctly? No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> from my cocaine, cocaine with a K. <laughs> Backwards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But uh, no, and and then when the police came, um, they they actually searched the vehicle to see if there was any any other drugs located inside the vehicle. And uh, when when they were all gone, I went and talked to the mechanic. I said, "So was it was it?" He's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, it was it was drugs, man." I was wow. like, oh, "Okay, that's crazy." Did Did you um, see the guy's reaction like when he realized the jig was up and he had been I, busted? I did not. I did Mark, not what were you reaction. doing? Were you just working the whole time? Come on, man! You gotta, you gotta get in on this stuff. Well, I did have to keep working, and the dude was in the waiting room. But in any case, they—I don't know the full situation, but I think he had purchased it from a, a rental company prior to the, that. The cocaine or the car? Oh, yeah, the car. Oh, okay. He's gonna blame it on the oh, rental. Oh, right. Yep. Sure. That's not mine. That, I don't know what the guy how it got there. That came from the North Kakalaki Cocaine Rental Company I saw down the street. <laughs> That's probably the crazy drug name on the outside of the van, outside of the bag. Kakalaki. This is North Kakalaki Pure right here. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, man. You, you guys make my brain hurt. Um, we try sometimes. But you, love you, man. You do. You do. Love you too. Um, but. Uh, as far as I know, they couldn't they couldn't uh, they couldn't prove that they were his, um, but 
that's as far as I, that's about all I know about it. But it was just interesting to see like a whole bunch of cops just standing there in front of the in front of the car while this guy is searching the car. <laughs> just not a way I thought I was going to start my uh, my my Wednesday morning. Excuse me. I guess I don't know what day it is. Um, <laughs> they all blend together every once in yeah, a while. Yeah, it happens to the best of us. But that is my week, Lucas. All right, How was well, your week, sir? I did. I did not get to visit North Kakalaki, nor did I have any cocaine incidents <laughs> in my neck of the woods. Unfortunately, life in Brazil has has been somewhat business as usual. As I continue working from home, um, over this past weekend, I did get a chance to speak at a mission conference for uh, around two hundred people on Saturday. So that was really cool to kind of share about. Uh, the ministry that I coordinate and kind of share stories and connect with people that, that want to help in missions and all that kind of stuff. So uh, that was really cool. Um, but some other highlights from this past week. Uh, over this past weekend on Sunday, uh, my son James celebrated his sixth birthday. Happy birthday, James. Yeah. Awesome. Happy birthday, James. Yeah. And he had, I think he had a really good day. Um, it all started by having his favorite breakfast, a little bit of cheesy bread that uh, here in Brazil we call pão de queijo. And after that, we went to church, and I told the pastor that it was my son's birthday, so uh, everybody's like 150 people sang happy birthday to him in Portuguese, and then James got to pray. Nice. He got to pray in front of the church for the kids, because they always dismiss the kids right before the sermon. And James loves to pray, and he prayed in Portuguese. And oh wow! Yeah, man. it was really. Cool. And you know what? I I had a brain fart for a moment, and I was just taking pictures. And Mindy's like, "Are you recording this?" And I'm like, "Uh, I wish I was recording this." And I totally oh. did not record it, but um, it was still really cool to experience and and to to do that with Mino. Then we had cake. Um, he had a Halloween themed cake with a little jack o' lantern on on the top of it and all that stuff. And uh, and then also. Various various family members from the U.S. FaceTimed uh, with us and and sang along the happy birthday song with him in the evening. So it was just an all around good day. Uh, of course, his his sister uh, Natasha, who's eight years old, she was very jealous of all the attention he was getting. Uh, but but she, yeah. but she'll get over it. Her time will come next year in March <laughs> when she turns nine. Uh, but mm-hmm. speaking of Tasha, uh, she did want to give us some actually. I say us. She really wanted to give me some podcast feedback. Uh, the other day, she was listening to a little bit, and she was like, "Dad, your voice—it sounds really weird." Jeez! <laughs> <laughs> and after she gave me that really positive feedback, she's like, "You know what? You should do next time you record, Dad. You should go upstairs, wake me up, and I can join in on the podcast." No way. Yeah, she totally wants me to go wake her up so that she can be on the podcast. It's so funny. It's so cute. She could be our first guest. And yeah, that wouldn't that be? Right, go get her. Step one, Dad. This is where you put your face. Yeah. This is how you get her right. Yeah. Enunciate, Dad. You sound weird. See, you need to put me on the podcast instead, okay? See, I thought you were about to tell right. us that uh, that she was there with you. And she had been quiet this whole time. And here oh, she yeah. is. Yep. Surprise. <laughs> Introducing my daughter. It's got a little stick Natasha. she puts on when he messes up. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> Just hear her in the background. Tag me in, Dad. Tag me in. Yeah. You're sounding weird again. It's my turn. <laughs> so, uh, and then after this weekend, the celebration continued as Mindy and I celebrated our 
18 year dating versary if that if you can oh, call congratulations. it that. Congrats. And, Congrats. and and officially now we have spent half or more than half of our lives together so uh, that's a big milestone, that, man. That's that awesome. was a really cool milestone to celebrate with her. And I mean, of course, by celebrate, it was a normal working day. She came home from work. I gave her a hug and kiss and, uh, we watched shows that night and, you know, just hung out Netflix and chill, that kind of stuff. That, sound, that sounds perfect though. It is. It's really, we're, we're homebodies. We love them little mini staycations. So yeah, it's good stuff. Um, besides that, uh, in gaming, my kids have continued their NES education and progressed more. Uh, Excite Bike was their game of choice, but this past week it was Punch Out. Mm, and Punch uh, Out, yes. Ooh, I, I'm, I, I have to hear this. Yes. I love I, my, me some Punch Out. I love me some Punch Out as well. I don't think I've ever beaten Mr. Dream, but I remember when I was a kid beating all the other boxers throughout the game. And so, you know, I, I kind of have high expectations for my kids to really grab onto this game. So... Uh, I just gave them a controller last, you know, late last week and, you know, they started playing and, you know, they didn't really get it at first. They kept punching, you know, the same way and they didn't, it took them a little bit to figure out how to dodge and all that stuff. Uh, my daughter was not a natural at first and she, she got knocked out by glass Joe, (laughs) which is kind of sad when you, when you lose the glass Joe, the first guy you lose to him, I kind of just, I tried to be positive and I'm like, you know what? You'll get him next time, Tasha. You'll get him next time. The guy's made a glass. And so, my, yeah, he's made a glass. How can you not <laughs> knock him out? So, anyways, uh, my son went next, and he decided he wanted to play punch out, standing up, jumping around like a wild man. And let me tell you what, he beat Glass Joe, and he almost beat the German von Kaiser. Like nice. he came within like on a, his first try on his he, first he, try. He, wow. it blew me away. I was like, my man, you're, you're, you're my son. It's confirmed. <laughs> my flesh and blood. <laughs> yeah. If, if there were any doubts before, I know for sure he's my son now. Um, but he really surprised me there. But then, uh, later on in the weekend, my daughter had a second go and she beat glass Joe. She beat von Kaiser. Whoa. And then she lasted half a round against Piston Honda, and that was the end of that. But oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Piston Honda, sure. you cannot fool around with Piston Honda. He is, he's probably one of the first bo- the first fighters that are like, you Legit. you have to you yeah. have to you have to dodge and you have to wait. Uh, my kids just have the tendency to press the buttons and jump around. I mean, you know, then and, and that that's where we all start. But it was really cool getting to experience that with them and just watch them play. And they request it like they're like, I want to play Punch Out. Tasha's like, I want to play Punch Out. And so it's really exciting. And of course, as I've mentioned before, doing this NES education with my kids has really, uh, it's really given me uh, kind of an itch to play more old school classics like Nintendo, Super Nintendo through the, you know, the NES classic and the Super Nintendo classic. And Mm -hmm. so uh, with that, it's inspired me to temporarily switch horses from my Sony pony to the Nintendo Newfoundland. I'm, I'm, I'm switching horses. Did you know there was a horse called a Newfoundland? I just found that out earlier this week. I don't, I don't week. know what that is. Yeah, I did not it's know re- that. It's not fake news. news. It's real news. <laughs> you knew what I was going to say. Yeah, I knew you guys were going <laughs> to jump on it before you did. But uh, I'm, I'm taking a little break from you know my trophy hunting. Not a hundred percent, but mostly. And I'm starting, or I have started the, what I'm calling the classic Nintendo challenge. And uh, you know, 
as I mentioned, I, I have the NES Classic, I have the Super Nintendo Classic. I've been spending a lot of time, you know, playing those with my kids, and it's just given me this incredible amount of nostalgia. And I've really enjoyed not having to blow on the cartridges. I can't tell you how much uh, nostalgia that how much nostalgia that gives me to blow on the cartridges. But yet now that I can just play whatever game I want, and I don't have to just. You know, well, it wasn't just blowing on the uh, cartridges. It was like it was like pressing reset. And oh pushing, yeah, that's true. Pushing the cartridge from side to yeah. side while it was in the console. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> and you had to like, I, I don't know if you guys did this. You bang it up and down, like up down, up down, up down, up down, up down, up down, up, and then you press power real fast. Yeah. The funny thing is, like blowing. There was into no the... science to that. <laughs> blowing blowing into those cartridges actually ruins the cartridge even more. Yeah. I remember reading about like, that. Yeah, here the, the 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 way to make it work is to get it wet. I'm like, how's that supposed to work? Isn't that gonna ruin it? <laughs> I'm I'm pretty yes. sure I I like I did the little like like just blew a little spit on it to see if that would help. It never helped. <laughs> not even helped. not even a little bit. I guess all our that's NES all. cartridges like perpetually had dust inside of them, and so that's how we figured you know the only way to fix them was. <laughs> yeah, just blow on it. So I haven't missed that at all. So it's been really nice to to play the old school classics that way. Um, and I don't know if anybody's done this this quote unquote uh, classic Nintendo challenge, but pretty much I'm I'm gonna try to beat all 51 games or complete. That is a mountain to climb. All yes. 51 oh games. Goodness. Yeah. 51 games. It's 51 NES and Super, you know, SNES classics. Uh, it's, it's been quoted. I, I got on the how long to beat hltb.com and looked up all the games to see how long they're, they supposedly take to beat. And it's around 360 hours worth of good times, about 15 total playing days. If you did not sleep and you just played and played and played and played. He is on a Ness Ness quest. I am on a Ness 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 Ness. That's a, a Ness Ness quest. Yeah. You could you could say that I am. So uh, I started, you know, on Friday, and I started. I decided to go in release order of the games for the to give you a little idea of what's going on with this challenge. And I started with Excite Bike. Very nice. Yes. So Excite Bike, and according to HLTB.com. It's supposed to. It was supposed to only take me thirty-five minutes to quote unquote beat it, but but after five playing days and f- about four hours of gaming, <laughs> I have completed it, folks. Nice. I have completed it. It only wow. it, it only took Congrats, like man. Uh, it only took what would that be like eight times the amount of minutes that <laughs> I was supposed to take me. It's going to take you fifteen hundred hours. Crowd. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. We're gonna have to, we're gonna have to quadruple all the hours or whatever that number is for eight times the the hours. But it was a slugfest, guys. I'm gonna be honest. Um, if you guys don't remember the game Excite Bite, it had three parts to it. It had Selective A, which was time trials. Selective B, which were races, and Selective no, no Selective uh, Design, which was like track builder. And each of the the first two Selective A and B have five tracks each. And they have multiple variations. Usually you had to beat two versions of the track before you go to the next one. Mm-hmm. But, but pretty much it was 10 total races that you had to complete between uh, doing time trials. And, you know, when I say complete, all you had to do is get third place or better to move to the next track. So I consider that beating it. I didn't go for first place. 
I'm not that crazy. Um, at times it was pretty breezy and easy, but sometimes it was a crash fest. You know, the crash and the landing physics in these Nintendo games are, are downright awful sometimes. The crash animation, like when you don't hit a landing right and you're going up a hill, you'll roll, you'll roll up the hill, then you'll roll down the hill, and it takes like five seconds for this, to, this animation to complete. And, then, yeah. Yeah, it's, and that sound is so debilitating. Oh, it's so, oh, it started out as debilitating, and then after the third or fourth day, it got infuriating. Like, <laughs> yeah. I definitely, by, by yesterday and today, I lost my cool a couple times. Actually, today, when I did the last track, the only thing that saved me from screaming and jumping up and down were my kids were in the room. And I was like, just be cool, man. Be cool. It's a, just it's a, a game. It's just a game. And you know why kids say that sometimes? Sometimes they're like, Dad, remember, it's just a game. It's like throwing my words back at me because they know I say that to them all the time. Kids, remember, shut up. <laughs> yeah. remember, remember what Daddy always says. <laughs> Go to your room. Go to your room. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, I'll tell you, I have to tell you guys thing that one thing that saved me is discovering that with the classics, you can save, like you can save scum. I don't know if you've ever done this in a game before, but save scumming is when you know you're about to die or you know that you've, you like reached a part where you can't like officially save, but if you reset the game, it'll save your spot. And so you don't have to go through all the old stuff again. So, cause what I discovered with excite bike was. There, like I said, there were always two versions to the track when time trials and races. And so if I screwed up the second variation, it would send me back to the first variation. And so I had to like do a bunch of races over again. And at first it was super maddening, but then I discovered I could hit reset when I was in a good spot and I could save oh, my spot. Geez. So then I didn't have to go through cheater, all that other stuff again. Cheater. No. So no. So cheater. So no. You, you, no. You beat it. You beat it. You beat it. However, if you didn't do the reset, it would have taken you. Oh man, <laughs> how long? There's, I don't there's... know. I don't even want to think about how long it you would have taken me. There's Dude. an asterisk next to that completion. Yeah, you know what? I'll take it. I'll take the <laughs> I'll, asterisk. I'll take it. <laughs> I'll take it because I completed the game. I did all you know, ten tracks. I did the design, of course. That last track, though, in the race, I failed at least thirty times, and uh, it was it was bad. But you know what? It was a fun. It was a fun but arduous challenge, and next up, I'm going to be playing through Ice Climbers. So Ice Climbers. We'll see how that goes. I've played it a couple times with my kids, but I didn't grow up playing that game, so that one's going to be a fresh one for me. So, uh, with this challenge uh, that I put upon myself and I've been going through, it got me to thinking, I'm wondering in this group, are any of you guys interested in starting a challenge, maybe, of some kind? Uh, you know, I was uh, I was thinking about you know some challenges you guys could do. Well, you guys like challenges? N- no. Yeah, yeah I, I'm, I'm, I'm scared to say it. yes. <laughs> uh, well, let me just I want to give you some ideas. Just some things I thought of. Like Patrick, I thought a good challenge for you is would be to learn and sing every country's theme song, or at least a a country's theme song once a week for us on the podcast, or. You could watch and review this and old episodes of Doctor Who or Pixar movies on the podcast. Like, all of them. All the Pixar? Yeah. Okay. That would be a good challenge. Ooh. See? Mm, I'm already yeah. I'm already, already in. I mean, yeah. I've watched, yeah. I've watched a few of them already. already the so how many are there? Nice. How many are there? Do we know? How many So Pixar do I need movies? to review these? 
do I need to review these? I mean, do I just watch them? Just like forget about them? You know, no, you, with Wally. Uh, you, <laughs> <laughs> we just want to zing. We just want a Julius Caesar thumbs up or down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's all raspy right now. No, I mean, like for me, I've been like, like each day I've given a little blurb and given a photo of playing Excite Bike or playing a Nintendo game and just kind of given like my experience. And it could be something as simple as just you know, whenever you watch a Pixar movie, you give a little blurb and talk about your experience on the on uh, Twitter or you update us on the podcast I think it's that would be a fun little challenge to watch all the Pixar movies and you got kids you got great incentive to do it yeah I mean I can watch them but I will only have it to be a one word review <laughs> one word <laughs> review okay that's it that's it that makes it an interesting challenge for sure all right I, I think you should mull over that and definitely you know I'll map it out. Map it out and uh, do mm-hmm. that. Ronnie, for you, so I was like... thinking you could just watch Superman. That's your challenge. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know if I'm going to do that. <laughs> good yeah, luck. Yeah, good luck. <laughs> and, then, and then for Mark, I thought he could get, get some Platinums maybe. Or a good challenge for Mark would be only consume Marvel for the next six months and not consume any DC. Well, I'm not Ooh. doing that second one, so... <laughs> <laughs> I know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't expect you to. I was just messing with you. Well, Shave overall, it sounds to me... Yeah, <laughs> yeah if you don't... Nope, used to do that, not doing that again. <laughs> well, it sounds like to me, like you guys are uh, a little scared to jump into some of these challenges. Speaking of scared, uh, there is a scary holiday coming upon us, am I right? I think so. I've and it's here. also... It's also... <laughs> Our topic of the show. (laughs) That's right, folks. Today we are talking about all things Halloween. Because that's the holiday coming upon us. Good old-fashioned Halloween. Some of the scariest traditions and movies and video games are based on Halloween. And maybe some of you guys have experienced them. So today we're going to talk a little bit about some of the things we're scared of. Our Halloween experiences. Um, But before we do that, I wanted to give a little background on this diabolical yet misunderstood holiday. Did you guys know that many believe that it was started by... A Celtic or Gaelic holiday that was Christianized back in the day, and that there are others who believe, <coughs> God bless you, and there are others who believe it was a separate holiday created by Christians to compete with the pagan or worldly holidays at the time. But regardless of the origins, I think it's a holiday that uh, is about remembering the dead, celebrating those who have gone before. Some take it seriously, some make it about witches and vampires and other mythical undead creatures. Some confuse it with the Day of the Dead, the Mexican tradition and holiday steeped in Catholicism and honoring the dead family members and friends that is actually celebrated a few days later on November 2nd. But that's just some of the background information on Halloween. Let's talk about our personal experiences. What has Halloween been like for you guys growing up, uh, when you were kids, going into adulthood? You can share about costumes, traditions, you name it, as long as it's Halloween. We can talk about it. I'll go first. So, I mean, as with many other many other kids, 
I, I certainly went trick-or-treating when I was little. Uh, pretty much went until I want to say I was probably 13 or 14, uh, something like that. I went trick-or-treating. Um, and I think my first memory of Halloween was, uh, you know, obviously I'm a big Batman fan. And I had dressed up that year as as Batman. And I had one of those, like, you know, those plastic masks that you put oh, right yeah. in front of your face with, with like, the two little <laughs> nose holes and one little, <laughs> one little mouth hole so you can breathe. And everybody sounds like Darth but, Vader but, in this. Yeah, and, and pretty much even though they supplied those holes for you, you still couldn't breathe. Um, but Imagine that. <laughs> yeah. So I just remember being really mad because, obviously... Halloween, end of October, in New Wait, Hampshire. Hold on a second. Wait, you you were Batman, and there was a a slit for your mouth. Why would that be? <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't it be like around your mouth? So let's go back. Isn't that what Batman is? Let's, Should have been let's a little go... more open, right? <laughs> let's let's go back to plastic mask for a moment. Did you get that at the dollar store? No, this was the nineties. <laughs> oh, okay. But Kmart. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, it was it was one of those like you know cheap plastic masks with like this like onesie sort of jumpsuit costume um, with like a, a velcro cape, um, and so. But what made me mad was that, like I said, this was end of October in New Hampshire at Halloween. It's cold. It's very cold out. And and so my parents, being the responsible parents they were, uh, forced me to wear this like heavy jacket. And <laughs> I'm so sorry, you look but like you... Batman the Marshmallow Man. Yeah, basically. Um, I was not. Batman gets cold sometimes. He needs to wear a jacket. <laughs> was it a Batman jacket? No, that's the sad part. It wasn't even a Batman was jacket. A... It was a starter jacket. It was the nineties. It was a windbreaker for sure. <laughs> <laughs> it was not a windbreaker. It was a heavy jacket, but I did not want to wear that jacket. Uh, but my parents made me wear it, and so I felt like I looked stupid. Because here I am in all black as Batman, and I've got this like blue jacket on. Blue. It was like blue, red, and white. I think there was like Patriots colors or something like Superman that. Superman colors. Um, yeah. <laughs> nice. Well, you know, I think wasn't wasn't that. When we were kids, that's what Halloween was all about, right? Our our parents making us look like idiots. Like my my parents dressed me up like a Smurf. They put blue crap all over my face, put a sock on my head, put like white tidy whitey underwear on me, and then said, "Hey, hey, son, you're a Smurf. Go get candy so that we can eat it later." <laughs> and that yeah. led you to be the man you are today. That's right. Well, <laughs> I think weird. a few years later. Yeah. Job well done. Yeah. Well, a few years later, I think my parents took a trash bag and put it over top of me and made me a California raisin, and uh, <laughs> sported me all through the the neighborhood. Yeah, that's they made me sing too. It was magical. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, but that's that that I think that was the whole point. Uh, of it that's why they did it i think that's why they started it in in suburban united states was just to make their kids look funny and to yeah. get candy basically i don't remember any any actual uh costume that i wore like it doesn't nothing really stands out all i all i was thinking about is i need to get candy 
I need to get candy. <laughs> candy now. Candy next house. Now. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, what is this, a penny? You penny? Were that... What is this? This is ridiculous. <laughs> Patrick, you were that kid that just like put an eye patch on and they were like, yeah, I'm a pirate. Give me candy. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I did. Uh, I'm going to... The min- could, most minimal amount of effort. I, could, I need to get candy. I could not get, stand get, those kids. Candy. That is so non-committal. You got to commit to it. Commit to the part. That's how you get more candy. Making a commitment, uh, just like the car dealership. <laughs> make a commitment. Woo me, then you'll get your candy. I don't. In I don't dollars. think kids' commitment levels are very high. <laughs> you don't want to. So I got the. Speaking of costumes. This will not woo you at all. So uh, I got this Superman costume, and it is it is like one of those sizes where it's like if I want a size up, it'd be like really baggy. If I want a size down, like the the uh, pant legs would be up to my shins. So nice. it's like right in the middle of this, you know, the size. So I got the size, and you know, I got this. It's a big puffy Superman costume. I think I've, I think you've seen it before. Wait, we should sp- we should specify the, we should specify for the the listeners. This is present yeah, time yeah, this is now yes have. we're not <laughs> talking about now. when you were this a kid last year this is yeah this yes. is talking about yeah. adult patrick using i finally <laughs> got enough money to get my own costumes <laughs> i'm a big boy you know, i can get my, my own, own power costume. ranger Mommy, my own batman wow. my own darth vader you know all, yeah. all the costumes i wanted when i was a kid true you true know, <laughs> oh, I wanted something better than a trash bag looking like a racer. <laughs> hey man, I, I rocked it. Thank you very much. I had soul. Hey, I had soul. It. You soul power. It. I owned Never it. gotten more candy in his life. So that's right. And then, and then when uh. your costume was all finished up with, then they could put it in the trash barrel. <laughs> exactly. That's right. They just drop the candy right in your costume. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's right. It was two birds, two birds with one raisin. Nice, it was perfect nice. outfit. Yeah, so so this costume, the Superman costume, uh, it is right in the middle of the sizes where I should be. So when I put it on, it's a little tight in the uh, nether regions. The no no square. That's that's a word. Yeah, the no no square. <laughs> the no no uh, square. The no no spot. Uh, so if I don't pull down this costume, the pant legs, uh, there is a an outline of. Um, some things <laughs> shapes <laughs> some shapes some geometric shapes trapezoid and and, and, uh, and i didn't really i didn't notice it did this until i was at the church's trunk or treat oh, oh, no. <laughs> my oh, wife's no. like uh you need to pull those down <laughs> the novacell family came ready to party patrick patrick please patrick you got to tell me please tell me after Afterwards, some of the, I don't know, some of the board members or leader, they were like, hey, Patrick, thanks to you, we're renaming Trunk or Treat to Junk or Treat next year. Thank you very much. <laughs> and and uh, uh, honest to God, they did say Junk or Treat. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> That's hilarious. They said they're going to rename it, but it was definitely It said. definitely came up. Oh, my gosh. That and is so I didn't funny. realize it until, you know, my wife was said something about it. I'm like, okay. So, uh, but they had taken a picture between me and my buddy Chris. He was Batman and I was Superman. So, we were standing there. And, you know, I was doing the old Superman pose, you know, the fists <laughs> oh, on the hips and everything oh, like of that. Course. And it was just like, your hips oh, forward. my gosh, that is so bad. <laughs> wow. I can't believe I did that. Wow. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Man. So, mm. Anywho. I don't, I don't know if anybody here can top that. Yeah, I definitely should have went. Ronnie, I definitely you... should have went before him. Yeah, 
<laughs> no more. Tell us about that time you went as Magic Mike on uh, for, that was, for that Halloween. was last year. Um, yeah. No, so my uh, my memories of Halloween are, I guess, different. I I never liked trick or treating. Like I like I I like to go out and hang out like with my family and like my cousins are right around the same age and everything. But I always remember thinking like as I'm going through this like, man, this is not even worth it. This isn't even worth candy. <laughs> I got to run from house to house because everybody else is excited. But for me, eh. for me, the coolest part about Halloween was I feel like every year I end up being some version of like some scary mask with like a cape. Because like it's kind of like just, a, yeah. you know, you just you get the cape, you get some kind of scary mask, bam. But the best part about Halloween was always going into that like that fake weapon section in the Halloween store. You're trying to pick out your items. <laughs> You're like, oh, my right. God, all of these are <laughs> yeah. awesome. How am I going to pick arsenal. one of these? It's like I need, like I, I'd like to go in there now and look around in there, uh, but that was my favorite part about Halloween. Yeah, that's cool. I, I had that, I had that phase too. Like I went through that phase where I was, uh, I was Jason. Like when I say I was Jason, I just put on a hockey mask and wore like jeans and a, you know, a plaid shirt or something like that. I had one year where I was like a cyborg slash off-brand Terminator, where I had like a. <laughs> A plastic, a plastic hand that had a little, like had little handles inside, and I put my sleeve up real high so it looked like I had a, a Terminator hand, except it wasn't a Terminator hand. It was like a, a, a cyborginator hand, like it was totally off brand. I probably bought it at the dollar store where, uh, where was it? Mark bought stuff from the dollar store. I can't remember who bought stuff from the Kmart. dollar store. Oh, from Kmart. <laughs> yeah, I got it from Kmart. Uh, you know, you just go through that phase where you're just like, I just, I just want to get some candy as quickly as possible. I'll just throw on some scary stuff like when you're becoming a pre-adolescent teenager. So I feel you, Ronnie. Been there. Yep. Yep. I think my, one of my favorite memories of, of Halloween for me was, uh, my, I had some extended family that had a, a, a farm, uh, that we would go to every year cause they had, they would basically have this huge, display on their property of um of decorated pumpkins uh carved pumpkins and and these were all like incredible looking designs that they did um and it was just it was really cool and tons of people would show up um and i just have fond memories of that that was always one of the stops that we would go on in terms of trick-or-treating we'd hit up our neighborhood and, and then we'd go uh, to my grandparents' neighborhood, and the farm wasn't too far from from my grandparents' house. Um, so yeah, I just I just love uh, I have very fond memories of of going there and seeing all the awesome de- uh, decorative pumpkins. So it's pretty sweet. Yeah, I I think I enjoyed Halloween more once I once my parents loosened their grip on me and stopped dressing me up like an idiot. <laughs> and I could choose, I could choose what kind of idiot I wanted to look like when I could be in control. It was nice. Like, mm-hmm. uh, uh, I remember one year, well, as, as an adult, I, I dressed up, my wife and I dressed up as Neo and Trinity from the matrix. That was pretty nice. Cool. nice. Uh, cool, cool. I have a digital picture of that. So maybe this coming week I'll post it on Twitter and stuff and show you guys. It's pretty I will Wait. not post my picture. <laughs> Please do not post your <laughs> from the waist up. <laughs> waist up. Or... Yeah, <laughs> no, please don't. <laughs> uh, but I tell you what, my one of my favorite memories of Halloween was when I was in college and I was visiting for like fall break, and I totally wasn't even paying attention in college. You know, I was studying and 
having fun with my friends and I visited home. I just so happened to visit home while they were doing trick or treating that weekend. And I just, for whatever reason, the light bulb came on and I was like, man, this is a perfect opportunity. I'm too old to go trick or treating, but I still want to have fun. And so I dressed up like a scarecrow before all the trick or treaters were out stuffed hay and stuff in my neck and my shirt and my pants and all that to look like I was like a, you know, filled with hay and not real. An inanimate object. An inanimate object. And I put myself in the front yard and I waited like a predator. I just waited for my <laughs> Lure them all in. I just, I just lured them all That's in. That's the wrong word and to I, say. I can't tell you. Oh. <laughs> That's true. I never even thought of that. Come, have uh, a seat over here. Have a seat. Have a come seat. here, little boy, little girl. Come sit with me. Sit on my lap. No. Uh, retract that. Just rewind. And so, anyways. Like, can we edit that out? Yeah, can we edit out <laughs> no, the inner? Nope. No, we're keeping that. I don't that know out. how to edit. Yeah, that out. Know I'm just gonna roll with it. <laughs> so, anyways, pretty much, I dressed up like a scarecrow so I could scare people, and I scared so many kids. It was awesome. Like, I, <laughs> cool. My family helped me and my friends, and I looked fake. Like, I just looked like a fake scarecrow, and people would walk up to me. They would get right in my face and poke me, and you would get like these kids super scared, and then their dad would be like, "Oh, that's not real. That's that's not a person. That's just fake." And then he would get up real close to me and I would just jump and like make him scream or make him jump too. Uh, there, awesome. It was so awesome. And there was one kid, he 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 was kind of nervous, but he wanted to see if I was real and he went to poke me. And I jumped up and grabbed his arm and was like, trick or treat. Oh, <laughs> and this kid, this kid, I'm pretty Star sure. this kid yeah, for life. Well, the, not only do I think he peed his pants, he ran down the street. And I'm telling you, I looked down in the street and he ran <laughs> down the whole street until he was a tiny dot. Ten miles it was so house. funny. And I did not feel guilty whatsoever. It was so worth it and so funny. I had He probably tells that story a little differently nowadays. <laughs> he probably does to his, to his therapist. Yeah, he's talking to his therapist. He's like, everything was fine until this man grabbed me and screamed in my face. That was the day. I can all trace it all back changed. to this day. Yeah. But yeah, so, so for me, Halloween's always been about fun and games. Now, I will tell you guys, in Brazil, it is not fun and games. Uh, here in Brazil. It's actually not even a holiday that's really celebrated. It's a holiday that's pretty misunderstood, I think. Um, but rightly so, because for a lot of people in Brazil, uh, a lot of people have family members that have actually experienced or participated in a witchcraft. And mm. so because of the witches and the vampires and, and all the, the, you know, the dead-related things, the magic uh, involved in a lot of Halloween-themed things... Um, Halloween is very frowned upon here, so it doesn't happen very much. And, you know, on one side for the culture, I completely understand it, and I would in no way push it for anyone to, to celebrate Halloween or do trick-or-treating or dress up like ghouls and ghosts and all that stuff. However, it really makes me sad for my kids because they don't get a chance to experience, you know, and, and experience some of that fun trick-or-treating, have, have some of those, just build some of those fun memories with Halloween. Uh, but if they did, then I would be able to answer our buddy Chalfie or at that Chalfie's question on Twitter that he asked. He said, do you guys slap a dad tax on your kids' Halloween candy? Now, I think, uh, I think only two of us can answer this question. Truly, only say, one of us nah, go to the neighbor's can kid. answer this question. <laughs> so, Patrick, is there a dad tax in your household? 
No, there's not really a dad tax. Uh, my kids are usually willing to share some of their candy. So uh, usually the stuff that they like, uh, I don't like, and vice versa. So I really don't need to do any dad taxing. Really? I'm, yeah. surpri- I'm surprised at that. I would have to say that for myself. Um, I, don't, I don't limit things to Halloween. I pretty much do a dad tax once a week. Sometimes once a day if they're, you know, depending on what's going on. I'm a I'm one of those dads that's just like, yep, I'm gonna take my bite. Oh, you wanna you wanna you want some chips? Sure. And then I eat a few chips and then I give them the oh, chips. Oh yeah, I do the chip thing. <laughs> so Chalfie, I, I'm I'm all about the dad tax. I think it's necessary. They owe us that much. <laughs> After all the di- poopy diapers I've changed and the things I've done for both my kids, uh, the least they can do is let me have some of their treats, some of their snacks. And so I do dad tax all the time. And if Halloween were a thing here. I would totally be doing like a 50% dad tax, like grabbing all the good stuff. 50%? You know. I'm, yeah, I'm just, I've been in Brazil. Robbery. I've been in Brazil for six years and that's the kind of tax we get, we deal with here in Brazil. So, mm. you know, I gotta, I gotta go with, I gotta, you know, when in Rome, you gotta do what the Romans do. So that's just how it is. The Romans the second time when in Rome has been said. That's a that's a popular saying. Saying I don't know if you've heard it before, but it is. <laughs> so uh, on Facebook, our pal Duncan Rogers to switch gears a little bit to the more scary. Uh, he wanted to know: Have you guys ever had any paranormal experiences? You know, Halloween, like we said, we talk. We've been talking about the fun side of Halloween, but Halloween also is known for hauntings and scary stuff. I don't know if you guys ever did haunted houses, which those are you know silly. But they're based in kind of paranormal experiences that people have had in the past, people still have. So have you guys had any paranormal experiences you want to share about? Um, yeah, I, have actually, I have, actually have a couple. Uh, one, at my work, I have a drawer. So there's two drawers at my work. And uh, you have to pull it open. It's uh, You know, you lock it, you can unlock it, and you have to pull it open. Uh, and every once in a while... I will turn back and the drawer is all the way open. And the only way you can open it is to yank at it. So I don't know what's going on there, but it happens regularly. I don't know if there's if it's just me like leaving it out. I'm not even noticing. I'm, I'm, I open it up and I never close it. But that's not, I, don't, I don't think that's the case because sometimes I'm never even in that drawer. But sometimes it just all of a sudden I look back, it's open. All of it. Mm. So... I don't know what's going on there, if that's a paranormal thing or not. You have a or if I'm, just, haunted, if I'm just an idiot and I'm sleeping at work, I don't know. You've got a haunted drawer. <laughs> Look out. Do you have, yeah. sna- like, are there snacks in the drawer? Maybe the ghost is hungry. No, it's like it's like procedures and processes. Maybe, maybe it's, it's eager like, to learn. I see you drowning. I need to help hey, you out. Hey, maybe it's the ghost of Johnny Five and he <laughs> wants input. Wow. Yes. Come on! If this ghost of Johnny, Johnny Five, Five is alive, yeah. If I could, see, if I see him rolling that? around on my floor, I would not be scared. Be like, That's sweet, sweet. I'm being haunted by a, a ghost side, a, robot. a ghost robot from a movie. Oh man! Yeah. Uh, the the other one was actually not mine, but it was my brother's. Uh, he, it was his first house that he had bought, and uh, he would have just strange things happen in his house. Uh, where uh, pictures would 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 drop, uh, chairs would move from where they were, in front of doors. Uh, there was one time my sister had uh, spent the night over there, 
at while my uh, brother and his wife were out of town. So she was staying in one of the rooms and when she had went back out into to the living room, one of the chairs had moved like it was a you know one of the big huge lounge chairs that rocked back and the seat the uh, leg uh, thing comes up. It went from where it was in front of the front door uh, back in the back in the bedroom. Uh, the TV had turned all the way around to where it was facing the wall. What? Yeah, Ew. they had they had, they had multiple things happen in this house to a point where uh, my brother's wife had done done like a like a cleansing or something, you my know, some, something where it was like it was like, hey, we're not here to hurt you or whatever, whatever was said. But I don't think once they did that, it never happened again. Huh. But it was it happened so often That's that crazy. they had to have someone come in and make sure that this is whatever what was going on. But yeah, the the creepiest thing was was a TV turning around. It was it wasn't one of those like flat screen TVs. It was the big, huge, fat back TVs, the CRT TVs that had turned all the way around and faced the wall. Oh, I'd have been out of there, man. <laughs> yeah, like, as soon no as thanks. I seen that, I'd walked right out the door after I moved the chair out of the way. Johnny Five sounds way better. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for sure. Oh man! Any other? You guys have any other uh, paranormal? I do not paranormal events. No? Yeah, that's that's a negative for me. Yeah, well, I'm got to join you, Patrick. I have a a couple kind of related stories that you know I wouldn't consider them paranormal, but some people maybe would. I actually have had uh, uh, spiritual encounters with demons, and uh, when I was in high school. And actually, it was both when I was in high school and when I was in college. Uh, both times, I was I was by myself. Um, one of the times, it was at night, and the other time, it was during the day. And uh, the first time it happened, uh, when I was in high school, I was I was asleep, and I and I woke up and I looked at the foot of my bed and I saw two red eyes looking at me. What? Two red hmm. eyes looking at me. Oh my god! And I immediately freaked out. And, uh, I, but I froze like, you know, when you, you know, you, you wake up suddenly and you can't move. It was like one of those yep. deals where I freaked out, but I couldn't move. And so I just started praying and singing and praying and singing. And while I was praying and singing, I could feel like a resistance, like a, like a force resisting against me in my, like, I started to have like a ringing in my ears and my, my head started to like a, like a shaking like feeling over over my body, it was so weird, and I just kept singing. I kept praying. So, how old were you when this I, happened? I was uh, I was in high school, so I was 15, 16 okay. years old. Wow, wow! And uh, it I'll never forget it. Uh, it was both one of the scariest moments of my life, and one of the I don't know one of the most uh, impactful moments in my life because when I got to the other end of that. Uh, it was the first day that I realized that the devil couldn't hurt me. You know, as a Christian, I was like, you know what? God's, God's bigger. And, uh, you know, I really felt, you know, when I went through that, that I really, you know, I came out on the other end in a stronger relationship with him and a, and a great respect for those who, who have, have dealt with that kind of stuff before. Uh, and so, uh, then in college I was, so hold on, hold on a second, hold on a second. These, these red eyes, were they like, just like, 
bright eyes or did you see did you see they were like an outline of a face or anything or did you just saw no i just eyes? i saw that i just saw two two like they're just two bright eyes i don't know it was because i I, I shut my eyes really fast once i saw them and i just immediately got that that just like that and i don't know it was like an impending doom feeling on me and i, I just immediately started praying in faith and uh, then when i was in college i was in my room again and this time i was taking a nap and I, I all of a sudden woke up and this, I just, I just felt this presence and it was the same exact feeling that I had in high school. And, uh, I, I, I just started to pray again and I don't remember if I saw anything or, or what, but at this time it was more of a feeling and I just knew that I wasn't alone. And, uh, I just started to pray and sing again. And, you know, I had the same kind of the same experience and again, God came through and, and kind of brought me through it so uh but that's the closest thing that i've had to you know paranormal activity in in my own life so um continuing the scary talk i have a multi-layered question for you guys and it's gonna and it's it's don't don't let it scare you it's it's multi-layered it's for multiple people but it's all kind of related and it's from all three different social media outlets that we use so from facebook our buddy cj pennington and from Discord, our other buddy, Tim Pollan, they both wanted to know the same thing. What is your favorite scary movie? Tim, Tim said that he used to love them when he was younger, and now he's like, hey, that crazy stuff could actually happen. So maybe he doesn't like to watch it as much. Uh, in addition to that, and hand-in-hand hand with that question from Twitter, my Brazilian brother Gabriel, Gabriel, at Gabe Pavon, he asked a slightly related question to go with it. If you guys could erase one good horror movie from your memory just to watch it again, which movie would you choose? So I asked all that together because I thought, you know, usually our favorite scary movie, we would maybe want to experience it again. So do you guys have any scary movies that you like and maybe that you would like to experience again? The movie that I've seen, a scary movie, uh, I don't know if anyone has really seen it. It's called Stay Alive. It is a game. It is a movie about a, a, a video game developer or video game player where he plays a video game and everything from that video game comes to life. Ooh, I, oh, have I seen that? No, I saw I something I, related to it, but yeah. I don't know if I'm remembering that one right, uh, but uh, that was, I mean, that's it's been 10, 15 years since that movie came out. Uh, but I remember that one was one of the really creepy kind of the ring kind of movies where it's like things are coming out of, of the, of these monitors, these TVs. Oh man, I want to go watch that one again. Eesh. Yeah. You bring up the ring. That's actually probably, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's the last real scary movie that I remember sitting down to watch the whole thing of my own free will was the ring. So it's been a while since I've watched a, an actual horror movie. So yeah, I watched that in college and I remember, uh, I definitely started turning the lights on halfway through the movie cause I was getting super creeped out even though I had people with me. I was like, Hey guys, I'm i uh, I'm going to turn the lights on. I did the same thing with, uh, the exorcist. Have you guys watched the exorcist? Negative. No. No, but I mean, uh, I think I've seen it, but it was a long time. Yeah, I watched it with my friend in high school, and we watched it like at noon, and we turned all the lights on, and we're like, okay, let's watch this. And it it definitely wasn't as scary as it could have been, but it was probably because we we watched it in the daytime, so you'll have that. Mm. 
Yeah, I was I was never a big fan of scary movies. I never really watched them growing up. It just it's never my thing and you know, obviously growing up a lot of those those horror movies are kind of not appropriate for kids. So <laughs> um but yeah, the horror movies I've just never really flocked to it. Just not my thing. Ronnie Ronnie, how about you, buddy? Well, you guys are never going to believe this, but I went to a movie theater and saw a movie this week. Superman? No, it was not Superman. Oh, right. We already covered <clears> that. If it Sorry. had been at the I same for, theater, forget. though, totally forgot. in a different time slot, I would have went right to it. Patrick, you need to tell him something. It begins with an F and ends with ooze. For real, you need to watch it. Ooze. No, <laughs> yeah, that, that covered all the. I was, I was. Everything. You're supposed to say fake news. Fake news. Come on, man. You're killing me, no, small. He hasn't watched it. That's real news. He got you on that one. <laughs> no, the fake news is he said if it were in the theater, he would watch it, and that's not true. But anyways, oh, yeah, that's right. yeah, I mean, if it was, the, I mean, if, like, if it were you. there and it were right. convenient, I would have definitely watched it. Uh-huh. Anyways, we'll let you we'll let you continue. What movie did you watch? Before? I saw the new Halloween movie actually. Which is weird for me because I don't do scary movies at all. It's just a group of friends going, so I was like, yeah, I'll go in. Um Hold on a second. So we gave you a task. Watch this movie. You're like, no. I'm gonna go ahead and watch this other movie. <laughs> I mean I figured you guys would accept a movie at least. I like it's not that I didn't do anything at all. I mean a movie is better mm. than the movie that you recommended or told me to watch. <laughs> Moving on. So so I watched this Halloween movie. I'm not really into scary movies at all or spoilers. Like I'm not going to spoil this for anybody. Um, the only thing that I will say is that it's exactly what I thought it was going to be. And I'm not even into these movies. Um, I know like some of the people that I went with like are big like slasher scary movie fans. And they really liked it. So if you're into that, this could be your movie. Now, the one thing I will say with this movie and most movies, like the Halloween movies, the Jason movies or whatever. All right. So from a logic standpoint, I can't wrap my head around this movie and I can't even focus while things are going on because this guy is a giant guy just walking slowly around with a knife, just killing everybody in the neighborhood. <clears throat> there was a scene, and this doesn't give anything away. There was a scene where... The cop is upstairs in the house and he basically, Michael Myers like walked by him and started walking down the stairs and the cop sees him, draws the gun, but he's like just his head going down, you know, or whatever. So the cop runs literally right behind him. He's vanished. Couldn't, couldn't track him down. <laughs> you walk so the slow. The cops just couldn't seem to catch yeah, up. Yeah. It's imperceptible. It's blended right, right like Drax. <laughs> I was going to say, he's like the Drax of the, of the horror world. <laughs> I thought there was going to be some kind of face-off like at the bottom of the stairs or something because the cop had to have caught him before he even got off the stairs. But nope, nope. Vanished after that. So maybe that is a little yeah, bit of the spoiler. Right. The stair scene, he, he gets away like he always does. Great. Now I don't need to see the movie. I know it all. Yeah, if, I think I, I think like I did actually see the first one. It was a long time ago. But I think with this movie, it's one of those like it, it's not a recreation or anything. It, you know, it's literally this many years past, you know, 30 years after or something like that. But um, I think they did it right. Like as far as what kind of movie it is, like a slasher movie, it had all of the things that I thought it would have in it. And I think what people expected it to have. 
So I think from that standpoint, it, it is it is good. Um, for me, you know, a person that doesn't really do scary movies or these like slasher films, um, it was entertaining. But I, I I always tend to like pick these movies apart as I'm watching them. I think I think the best thing that they did was they ignored the like eight or nine movies that happened in they between did, yeah. the first Halloween and this one. <laughs> yeah, because those uh, those those movies got really convoluted, I guess. Um, funny fact, and and this changed my perception of Michael Myers. Anytime I see him, the Michael Myers mask is actually a a William Shatner Captain Kirk mask flipped inside out. Really, I did That's not. That's really that. all that is. <laughs> so you're looking at William Shatner's face every wow. time you see Michael. No, Myers. you're looking at the inside of his face, which is <laughs> well, very <yes>. creepy. <laughs> Why are you wagging your yeah, finger Patrick. there, Patrick? That's fake news. <laughs> what are the odds that could even be true? <laughs> Zero. <laughs> I don't believe it. Well, it's an old wives' tale or whatever they call it. Well, I guess it then, in hearing you guys share your movies, it seems to me that, that at least three quarters of us are not big horror movie fans. And so I do want to offer out a... A, a Halloween movie that's not about Halloween that goes by the name of Coco. Have you guys seen it? No. I have seen it. Yes. This guy I, has seen it. Wow. It's ri- it is way better than I thought it was going to be. It's so good. Um, yeah, it was good. It was really, really good. Ronnie, have you seen I it? I actually have not movie. seen it. <laughs> yeah. Mark, have you seen it? I have not seen Coco. Oh, wow. Okay. Now, I will say that this is about, it's about Mexican culture, it's about the Day of the Dead, so I do understand it's not a Halloween movie, but it's about a culture that has, that celebrates a Halloween-like holiday, like I mentioned earlier, a couple days later. Uh, But uh, Patrick, did you want to give a a quick elevator pitch on the movie for Ronnie and... Oh, it's, it's my turn? Uh, well, I mean, as is, as always, I have an an actual elevator pitch prepared that I that I prepared, but I did want to give you the chance to give a quick Patrick version of an elevator. Yes. Pitch I wanted to get your version out first so he can destroy it with his elevator pitch. Good goodness, yeah, uh, that is uh, correct. These are always rough. All right, so this it's a story where a kid crosses over into the underworld. Uh, and tries to find uh, his calling in life and realizes the person he looked up to wasn't the person he thought he was. Spoilers. <laughs> Dang it. That's okay. I'm just I should have. Yeah. All right. That was pretty good. That was better than fat people in chairs. I'll give you that. Look. Yes. Yeah, skeletons that, in clothes. That, that was always accurate. You cannot <laughs> deny that. You cannot All deny right. that's accurate. All right. Well, real quick, I want to give you. I want to give Ronnie and uh, Mark an elevator pitch and see if it interests intrigues them for the movie Coco. So it's about a boy whose love for music is stifled by his cobbler family's hate for for music. So he goes on an undead adventure to discover who he is and where his passion for music comes from, and along the way, learns why the memories we have and the love that we share are our only ways to truly live for the future. I don't know why, but your elevator pitches for movies, like, uh, they always make me go, aww. 
See, now you need to go see it. It, it is really a good movie, and uh, it, it makes me cry after uh, every part. And as a side note, and I don't think this is too much of a spoiler, but if, if anybody has had family members with dementia or um, uh, Alzheimer's, uh, you, really need, you really need to watch this movie because it really, it really connects with that experience. And uh, I, think, I think gives a, it just gives good exposure to, to, to helping people empathize or sympathize with people that have gone through that. So uh, it's, much rec- it's very much recommended. Uh, getting on to even more personal things, as we get towards the end of our scary talk, talking about Halloween, I think we need to get a little more personal. So, uh, Patrick's better half and friend of the show, Melanie, she wanted to know, uh, did you guys ever have any irrational fears as a child or even as an adult? I was afraid of, of, uh, thunder and lightning when I was a kid, um, which I guess is somewhat rational because, you know, you could get struck by lightning. But just any time there was a thunderstorm of any kind, um, I was just scared to death. I remember we went to, like, um, it was, like, the early days of IMAX. And we went to, like, a science museum that had this, you know, IMAX theater in it. And there was this, and it was a huge IMAX screen. Like, um, I know generally they're huge, but... Like, this was like, I don't even know how to describe it, um, but it just, to a kid, absolutely huge. Um, and they had, like, the 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 thunder noise and the lightning, and I absolutely hated it. I wanted to get, and it was just a movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wanted to get out of it. Yeah. So. All right. So thunder Patrick, and how about you? Uh I'm just trying to think of what scared me as a kid. I there was there was a there was a time where I think I watched Nightmare on Elm Street uh, too young, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, there was a scene where this girl runs into her house or into a house. I can't remember if it was hers or not. She and when she starts running up the stairs, she's like stepping into the stairs they're like melting or they're mushy stairs and she couldn't quite get up the stairs before freddy krueger got to her so i always had a fear that something like that was gonna happen where i would try to run up steps and i couldn't because a they were like melting mushy marshmallow or whatever it's a weird thing and i've always i always remember that scene uh, of all the things that I saw in Nightmare on Elm Street, that was the scariest because she was running pretty fast up until that point. And I think that's that what slowed her down is really, really what I remember. Hmm. It's weird. Interesting. And I still remember that. I mean, I think I was like six. It's like, when did that came out? You were definitely... 1984 definitely, or something like that. And yeah. I, definitely too young to watch that at six. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I had older brothers, so they made it, you know, my oldest brother. Yeah. I think he is like five, six years older than I am. So, uh, yeah, if I was six and he was 12, yeah, that yeah, makes sense that, where I could have I could have seen that. That does make sense for sure. Yeah. So... Well, I had a... Oh, go ahead, Ronnie. I was just going to say, I don't necessarily know if I have like any irrational fears like to that magnitude, but I think when I was younger, especially just like generally being afraid of the dark and like specifically like the woods in the dark, like always like scared me to death. Like when I was a kid, you see like all these movies, like if you remember, um, 
when we were younger, like the Blair Witch Project and stuff like that. They're running through the woods and stuff like like that. That's still, I mean, <laughs> you know, I don't want to go to the woods at night. I can tell you that. Well, to be honest, I don't even yeah, want to do that right that now. Is to- that is to- nice. totally freaks me out. That's why I have a house. <laughs> yeah. Prevent me from being in the woods at night. It's a good reason to have a house. So I don't have to be in the woods in the dark. Yeah. I had a, when I was a kid, I had a pretty irrational fear of bees. Now it was rooted in uh, a very traumatic event that I experienced when I was probably four, maybe five years old. I was walking across my neighbor's yard and I stepped on something and it, it, it tickled quote unquote my foot. And so I lifted my foot up and there was a bee stuck to the bottom of my foot where it stung me. And it was just like wiggling around, like like wiggling around. And I just screamed at the top of my lungs, like started hitting my foot and then ran into my house to, I guess, hide from the bee. I don't know. It probably died given the fact that I, you know, smashed it to death. But from that, from that moment for many, many years, I had a, a pretty irrational fear of bees. So, uh, we have a community response to this question. Uh, our good old buddy, Quest for Pixels, Mike BC on the Discord, uh, he, he told us that he had, he said this, I'm not going to read it in third person, I'm going to read it as he wrote it. Uh, Mike said, I had and still have a huge arachnophobia, but more recently, I've started having terrible problems sleeping because when I first start falling asleep, I have very vivid, vivid dreams that I'm getting into bad car accidents or car crashes. Or in the last few days, I'll be walking down the median and fall into oncoming traffic and it'll wake me up. Then when I drive to get irrationally upset about people on the median or fear getting into an accident. So he's having these car related dreams where he's walking into oncoming traffic and it's affecting him uh, in real life when he's driving and causing him to to get irrationally upset. Do you guys ever have vivid dreams like that? Yeah, I, I know. I definitely have, and uh, there. I mean, I've, I've even had dreams where I've woken up and thought, like, wait, wait a minute, like, did that all like just actually happen or whatever? Like, and you have that that moment where you're not actually clear. So I've definitely had that, and I will also comment on the arachnophobia thing. I uh, don't. I'm not scared to death of them, but the large ones, like, uh, yeah, I'm afraid to get close enough to step on them. Like they're just gonna leg sweep me, get me. <laughs> they Never do mind the whole killing legs. you part. <laughs> leg sweep. Look out for that spider. If you can leg see sweep. the hair on them. They're too large. Uh, <laughs> my buddy Ronnie, out. you definitely don't want to come with me to the Amazon because I went there oh, in August. Man, I would, and I'll never let be me there. tell you, we were in a church service, right? And we were listening to the guy. You know, people talk, and we were singing sometimes. And one of the guys in the group, an American, kind of poked me and he's like, Lucas, look up directly above us. And I looked up and I kid you not, there was a tarantula crawling. Actually, it wasn't crawling. It was looking at us <laughs> from the from the top of the rafters. And I was like, uh, what do we do? And we, I'm pretty sure for the next 15 minutes, one by one, people in our group started to see it. And our whole group was just staring at this tarantula on the roof of the church. And we totally missed whatever the dude was talking about or whatever was happening because we were staring at this tarantula. It never jumped on Ooh. us. It looked like a couple times it was going to jump on us, but it didn't. It just it kept. Oh man, I've been freaking out. And just stayed there. 
Yeah. I would have no. not kept my cool. Move seats. <laughs> Kill it. Kill it with fire. Fire. <laughs> Throw Bible at it. Exercise the demons. <laughs> Possess spider. Okay. Oh, jeez. That's funny. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd say for me now as an adult, you know, I, I sometimes have fears of being mugged or assaulted. You know, you hear, you hear people tell stories about things happening and especially in a big city like this big city that I live in now, Sao Paulo, you know, people get mugged and assaulted almost every day. And so, you know, you just, people talk and you just wonder if it, when's it going to happen? You know, I'm an American. I look American. Um, and so I'm a target sometimes. And so I sometimes have very realistic fears of, of being mugged of, you know, I'm, I'm constantly trying to be actively looking around, paying attention, not just for myself, but for my kids, for my wife. You know, I think the other day I, I should not have done this, but I started watching a video on Facebook where they just showed videos of, uh, kids getting kidnapped and I just couldn't believe it. And I, and I can't believe I kept watching it, but it, for a couple of days after that, I was like, man, what if that happened to my kids? And, right. uh, but I would say overall, I just kind of fear, fear itself. I don't really have any irrational active fears. So, well, with that being said, I think we should get into our, uh, our wrap up, our good morning inspiration. Mark, of course, can share some, some music and, uh, Ronnie can just share the random stuff he usually does. And maybe Patrick, a uh, a joke or a question. Uh, but I want to lead into the the wrap up, uh, kind of since we talked about our irrational fears. I just wanted to share a scripture from First John, chapter four, verse eight, that I read this week, and uh, just to share a little inspirational thought, something to chew on, and uh, uh, figuratively speaking, of course, not literally, in case you're hungry. Um, but in First John, chapter four, verse eight, it says, "There is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear." Um, you know, as a dad, I've really come to discover, uh, I've really come to understand what it's like to not just deal with fear, but to help others deal with fear. Because my kids a number of times have woken me up in the middle of the night. They've said, Daddy, I'm scared. You know, sometimes I tell them to sing. Sometimes I tell them to pray. And I remember one time that my daughter came out and she's like, Daddy, I'm, I'm too scared to be in my room. I've been singing. I've been praying. And, you know, I just, I talked to her for a second and had a heart to heart. And I said, you know, Tasha, there's nothing I can really say to convince you that, that, you know, you don't have a reason to be scared, but do you trust me? And she said, yeah, daddy, I trust you. And I said, let's pray. And then why don't you go back and go to bed? And, you know, after I prayed with her, after I assured her and, and put her back in bed, you know, she went to sleep. And, you know, and, and just thinking of that story and thinking of that scripture, you know, from John, you know, sometimes when we're scared in life, um, you know, sometimes it's not about trying really hard to overcome it or ignoring it or trying to be super strong. Um, you know, sometimes we have to invite someone who's actually stronger to help us. And instead of trying to escape our fear, we need to be filled by the opposite of that fear and be filled with love, be filled with confidence. You know, for me, that's been God. And I'm sure for you guys as well, you can share the same thing. Uh, that it isn't about how big our fear is, it's how big our trust is for, for God, the one who can destroy and help us to overcome that fear. So I just wanted to share that with, with you guys, with those who are listening, just in case there might be somebody out there you know, who maybe has a real fear that they're facing right now. So be encouraged to know that, that you are not alone and that we're here with you, and God is too.
For we, sure. When you were telling that story, it made me think of uh, made me think of Veggie Tales. You know, God is bigger than the boogeyman. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a classic and you sing it beautifully oh thank you he's bigger than godzilla and the monsters on tv tell me that <laughs> tell me that song's gonna that be on our spotify, spotify list playlist. yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well i'm gonna look it up and see if it is uh and if it is i'm putting it there <laughs> um but no that was not on my list for this week um but uh, the list for this week for our Good Morning Playlist, which, by the way, for those who might not know, uh, you can go on Spotify and search uh, the Good Morning Guys Good Morning Playlist, and uh, it'll come up for you. Uh, this week, um, I was super pumped to find out that one of my favorite bands um, has a new album coming out within the next few months, and they released their new single, and that is uh, Switchfoot. They, they put out their new single called Native Tongue, and uh, it is an awesome song, so I'm going to put that on the playlist and encourage you to check that out. Nice. And uh, I'm also going to encourage you to check out the song Brother from the band Need to Breathe. Uh, it's just a very encouraging song and um, just beautifully written. And one of my, one of my other favorite bands... Um, you know, of all time is is a little old band. You might have heard them. They're they're called the Beatles, and uh, they uh, they have a song called Penny Lane, and it's just a song about uh, you know recalling the places that they would see in their childhood. Um, but uh, yeah, so I'm gonna add that to the playlist, and I hope you enjoy those songs as well as the others on the playlist. Cool. I don't have anything inspirational this week, but I did actually start listening to a new band that I just randomly discovered on Spotify. So one of one of my favorite bands is Sublime, and I I was listening to mm-hmm. them like Classic. I, I got on them for like two or three weeks, like just solid of like just had the playlist with all my favorite songs, and it always gives you the recommended down on Spotify like based on what you've chosen. And this band called Soja comes up S O J A. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of them, um, but they're a band. They're you know they're basically they're all about love. Like all their songs, like they don't have like a depressing song. They're all about love, um, and they have like a reggae beat in the back. Um, and there's like I, I did a little research on them. There's like eight members of this band or something like that. There's a bunch of different instruments, uh, but definitely check them out because they are they are really cool, really easy listening, and uh, really good messages on them too. Cool. Nice. That's cool. awesome. And uh, you guys will be very happy to know that the song God is Bigger, the VeggieTales song, is in fact on Spotify. Score. So it. it is going on the playlist. <laughs> cool. All right. Well, I think that's all for this good morning. Everybody remember, this isn't just any conversational podcast out there. We prefer you to participate on the show, asking questions, giving feedback answering future topic questions and finding ways to connect with us as we do the same with you because as mj sang many years ago you are not alone the gmg's with you (laughs) am i right yes i think so so. (laughs) remember backstreet boys version yeah well you know i try nice you you know as you guys know as some of you know if you're new you might not know but you can find us on podcast, on Facebook and YouTube as The Good Morning Guys, on YouTube, nope, I already said that, on Twitter, at the GMG Podcast, 
And also personally, you can find us at... You can find me at Nova Beyond on Twitter. That's Patrick Novaso. You can find me at Ronnie Johannes on Twitter. And I am at Musique829 on Twitter. And you can also find me on Twitter at MTTG Brazil Team and on Facebook, Lucas Ham Swisher. And on Twitch, I won't be twitching as much or streaming as much. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I won't be streaming as much, but if you want to look for me, my name is Pastor Ham. Beyond that, we look forward to seeing you again next week on podcast services around the interwebs and world. If you get a little moment to show some love, rate us on iTunes and maybe even write a little review. For some technological reason, it helps us connect with strangers and others seeking to be inspired or just make good use of their time while they wash the dishes or commute to work. So let's connect with a few more countries this week, shall we? All right, my... Let's go. All right. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, my brothers and sisters, go get your good morning this week. May God bless and guide your lives as you live, work, and game. Da vestre chuchu. I totally jacked that up. <laughs> oh, man. I tried real hard. Let me try that again. Da vestre chu. Yeah, I don't know if I said that right, but that's Russian for see you later, okay? See you next time, guys. Let's keep gaming and doing life together just as God intended. Sorry, Russia. One, two, three, four. Oh, what man. What was that? <laughs> choo-choo. That's, let's ride the train. I totally jacked up. The, see you later. The best choo. 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 It was like Ace Ventura 2 when Nature called. He's like, Amala Afolu Usu. Yeah, it was. What is he saying? He said he is happy to meet you. Bumblebee tuna. Bumblebee tuna. Also showing. Bumblebee tuna. Shushing Redemption. I'm pretty sure my good morning, my Russian good morning, I thought was pretty good. And I maybe gained a few. We gained a few Russian listeners, but we lost all of them with that ending. <laughs> Hopefully they listen. I'm the really sorry. I totally jacked that up. Oh wow. Oh jeez. I think on this podcast when we mess up, we should have to make like the rewind sound, like, <laughs> and then we just start For over. Sure. Have you guys stopped recording yet? No. Okay. Fair enough. All right. I stopped. Now I'm stopping. I'm stopping. <laughs>